You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is AfterBuzz TV for Californication. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Californication news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's Californication. Welcome, everybody. How are you this evening or morning or whenever it is that you're listening? Um, I am your host, Phil Svitek, and uh, again, no co-host this week. I think uh, what we're going to do is... We have so many shows on Sunday night. I believe we're up to 11 now, jumping next week to 12. Um, that Californication just gets put in a weird slot where the rest of the co-hosts cannot make it. So uh, we may switch to another day, maybe Monday or something like that, to better accommodate people's schedules. But nevertheless, my schedule, uh, I'm always here for you guys, so uh, I'm glad to to be able to recap this episode. Season 5, episode 6, entitled Love Song. And uh, so we're midway through the season. And, uh, you know, very interesting title going into it. You know, uh, I, I was looking into, okay, you know, uh, what is this love song? What could it possibly refer to? What is the connection? And, you know, I, I certainly did not expect an episode like this, although... Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. It was, pacing-wise, it was a lot different. You know, uh, right off the bat, we weren't dealing with Runkle or Becca or any of these things. In essence, we got down to what the show really is about, and that's Hank and his love for Karen. And Duchovny said it um, in many interviews, that's what the show's about. And uh, when that is resolved, there is no more show. Um Tom Capinos, the showrunner. Um, I haven't read too much on him, um, but I'm sure he shares the same sentiments. I, I, and part of the reason I think for that is because uh, he lets David kind of be the poster child, since you know that's Hank, our main character, rather than uh, Tom going out and being the public face of the brand, so to speak. Um, so yes, the very very simplified episode, but so much deep emotion within that um so i really like that um uh, i i like how we we sort of you know uh obviously this is hank by design creating his little clown mask with with the sad face um asking for forgiveness um and and again how leave it to hank the writer to to be some to come up with a symbolic thing it's it's um in many ways, very meta. Uh, the fact that the writers are writing for a writer, and he's self-aware enough to give himself a sad clown face, um, but he's not let in to the house. 
Um, and you know, we knew we knew this would come back later. At least I did. Um, that okay, this has to be somehow resolved, and this will come up um, in some sort of confrontation or whatever. And we see that obviously towards the end. Um, but what sets this episode off is the fact that um, Kaylee, it, Kaylee, and Hank have to write a song, and you know what? Uh, they kind of the last episode they teased the fact that you know uh, that Samurai Apocalypse knows that they're hooking up or whatever, and we we've kind of been getting teased along this whole way with that, and you know what? Um, we we the the last thing we see before the credits open was hey come over to my house get here now we gotta we gotta do this, um, and I don't know I I'm not one for those kind of cheap thrills as I would like to call them um, we we know eventually they have to come to a head but uh, for me you know it's okay if you don't necessarily hit it on the nose every time and make that a big point of attention especially what what a upsets me about that is that they teased it and made a big thing when they didn't need to i i would have much rather had an expectation that this was going to be the episode it was because you know had i not had that expectation uh i would have been fine with it this was an amazing amazing episode you don't have to go that far so writers if you're listening you know you don't have to uh, entertain me with the cheap thrills you're entertaining me already with what you're giving me so uh so kudos to you guys um but yes, the problem that we find out is that no one can write lyrics, and as Samurai explains to Hank, a writer is a writer. It doesn't matter whether you're writing short stories, poems, scripts, novels, whatever. Um, you're a writer. Write me a, a damn song. And I really like, uh, you know, uh, them try- them, them meaning uh, Kaylee and, and Hank trying to describe the song of what it is. You know, uh, they say it's a love song, um, uh, and they're going, as they're entering the bar, Hank tells, tells her that she has a no fun face, and then she says, you know what, I want it to be a bittersweet plus dark song, and that's when, uh, that's when we get into the back and forth flashbacks, um, really mirroring the, the story of Kaylee and... And obviously, what Hank has gone through, and the, and the theme being here that LA changes people. Um, not only that, you know, LA is the place to go to where dreams happen, dreams can come true. But uh, in many ways, you have to sacrifice a lot of things. There's stepping stones to be made, and you know, uh, those stepping stones unfortunately are people you love. And so, you know, in many ways, the the concept being don't get too attached because you're not they're not going to be there for you in the end um you'll have to get rid of them as you go along this journey of pursuing whatever it is you want to pursue in the the case of hank his writing and in the case of um our girl it's her it's her songs and you know i think interestingly enough what what comes out of this i think for hank is that you know, we, we obviously know that he has this continuing love for Karen, but it's the fact that unlike her, he hasn't give up, given up on both his dream and this woman that he loves. And and yes, he's struggling to find a balance between the two, 
Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not even going to try to argue that Hank is perfect because he's by no means is. But nevertheless, he didn't give up on it. He, he he stayed true to his dream, and he's continuing to do so. And you know what? In many ways, um, part of his whole persona is that he is this kind of laid back person. You know, uh, just by him taking this job of writing a song, something he's never done shows that he's willing to go along for the ride. Um, and, in fact, that's what Karen says, you know, that's the American dream. Go ride, ride that wave while you still can. Whereas um, where she has a much more, you know, kind of, uh, as she says, you know, everything is a stepping stone. So so in her, it's it's a progression of step step one, step two, step three. Where he's much more like a river free flowing and things like that, and he knows, he knows kind of where he wants to get to, but how he gets there um, is irrelevant. Where for her, you know, she has to has to go go down a certain path, and and, and in many ways, I guess it could also it, it's could speak to their gender differences. Whereas women, especially in Hollywood, especially ones that are thought to be talented, you know, that there's sort of a, a small range where okay. Uh, you know, before you turn, let's say, 30, you have to be someone. Otherwise, after that, you know, you're considered old as a woman. Where And and for him, you know, he's a guy. So being older is thought of as sexy and things like that. And he's a writer. So, you know, he's not necessarily the face of anything. So, it, you know, we may be speaking to that. But at the same time, I, th- I think it's just kind of her, you know, being young and old. And just being selfish in many ways for our own good, and I'm not saying that's wrong, um, but we can we obviously see the pain that uh, that her life has because she left, you know, this guy who, you know, as she says, she she would have married him had she gone back, she would have married him, and and you know who knows from there what would have happened, you know. And the thing that she doesn't realize is there's no one person that can um, that can break your dream. You know, Sam. Now, the converse is also true. One person can make your career, and I think that's that's what she that's the reason why she went the route that she did was because she sees Samurai and the successful career that he's had, and so she said, "Okay, if this guy's going to champion me, then you know what? I better go along for the ride." Be- this is my chance. Um, and as, as we remember from a few episodes ago, episodes ago, um, you know, Hank tells her, well, you know, basically I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was episode three. Don't quote me on that, but it's when they're in the car together and she's talking about, you know, how many people she stomped to get to this place and things like that. Or, and he says, well, you got here there's so many people out there who haven't even gotten to this point. You've already gotten here, so that's worth something. Um, by the way, really, really creative with the back and forth um, of Hank's life in the past. You know, um, always, you know, whether from going from a cup in the present day to a cup in the past or a curtain or the beach or whatever, um, so I really, really love that the imagery, um, you know, one could not confuse what was going on. It, it was the, you know, they made it so you understood every connection throughout the whole thing. 
Um, and again, it, the, the whole thing was that LA changes people. And I, I really liked what Marcy said when they, when Hank, um, Runkle, and 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 their wives, for lack of a better term, were having dinner or not dinner, whether it was dinner or lunch, whatever it may be, they, they were eating. And Marcy says, "You know, I you don't worry, you'll love L.A." Um, all the people here are fake. That's what I like about it. And everything's a movie set. Um, and all these people, whether or not they know it, are actors. Um, I'm paraphrasing um, here again. So, and it's, and, it, and it's so true. And I think, uh, I think Karen certainly realizes that Hank, I think Hank is there for something new and, and, you know, we, we get his kind of philosophy on the on on what's going on where he says, you know, cities don't change people. People don't really change. They are who they are. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm not convinced of that. I think uh, as ev- evidence of the show, you know, people do, in fact, change. Um, it may not necessarily deal with setting. But at the same time, people change, um, which I thought I thought that was very very interesting. Um, and you know, what was what was really great for me was the notion of um, how how it's always Hank kind of pushing this agenda, um, you know, on it, and and he stops in in thinking about it be, once. He's uh he's in that meeting with uh I forget the I forget the woman's name, but um and, and she tries to make a move on him and he gets out of there saying no, no, no. And that's when he wants to leave. Because unlike Kaylee, he's not ready to give up on this woman. Um So which I thought was a very, very nice contrast. Um And then what what really made it ironic, um, you know, obviously all of these memories spark this amazing, amazing song that Hank writes, um, which we hear later on, and it really was beautiful. Um, <laughs> I certainly wasn't expecting that after Hank was uh, joking around, okay, what do you want me to rhyme, love with dove, shove? Um, and then you could shove, then you could shove that dove up your ass and call it a love song or something like that. Um, and in the end, Hank being Hank comes up with a really amazing song. Um, and where I was going with this was the fact that he, he still hooked up with, um, her once again, despite, uh, obviously these memories being triggered by Karen and her, him remembering him, um, and you know i i really thought he would say no at that moment um i i was hoping uh myself for him to say no but you know i think i think i think she convinces him uh well actually let me, let me backtrack i think it could be the notion of you know he's he's very very nostalgic about what his life has been um in writing the song and one of the things I discussed in an episode or so ago was the notion of everyone's moved on but you. 
you know, and, and by having the door sort of slammed at the beginning of the episode for Hank, I mean, it's okay, you know, I'm never going to be forgiven by this woman, the woman being Karen. So, you know what? I might as well move on. I'm making this deep connection with, <coughs> excuse me, guys, um, with, the, with another woman here. We're writing a song together. Her experience is similar to mine. She made different choices, but I, but I think the main thing, one of the reasons that he does sleep with her is I can't fault her for the decisions she made. They may not be my, the decisions that I made when uh, when I went through it, but nevertheless, look at where I ended up, and she at least has um, her dream still. And you know what? In many ways, you know, as much as I say Hank, or at least I've said in this podcast that. Um, Hank is fulfilled and things like that. He may not 100% be fulfilled as as an artist, at, you know, or the person, you know, the dream that he had for himself as a writer or whatever he he dreamed of pursuing, um, perhaps subconsciously. And so he might see that and be like, you know what? Okay, uh, maybe you were right and I was wrong. Maybe that's what came out of this whole, uh, um, you know, him reminiscing on, on the past um and then you know we hear the song where uh again in the studio sam roman may make makes a joke reminding us once again that hey did you guys sleep together oh no that's just me being paranoid and again um you know it's, it's too late at this point but i do want to just say um i think it's okay uh for for the writers not to hit it so many times over the head, you know we get it. It's 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 fun and things like that. We understand Samurai's uh, person, you know, a person that gets jealous and things like that, and goes off of instinct. And I think I think they put it in there more as like a comedic relief, um, because of the fact that Runkle wasn't featured in tonight's episode um, in the way that he normally is, where he is the comedic anchor for the show. <laughs> but nevertheless, they they hit hit up on that point, which, as I've said, we're at the midpoint of the season, so I think that will start coming to a head um, soon enough. But then we take an, a real unexpected turn, or at least from what I thought and predicted, and that's when Karen comes to the door it's late at night after we come out of that beautiful song transitioning into him just alone drinking and there karen is at the door saying you know what i've made a mistake i don't know if if i want to be with this man man meaning Bates, you know because he can't stop drinking and they embrace and and then as we come to find from the teaser they they eventually sleep together and it's always interesting how, you know, he's obviously gone through this emotional journey. I mean, when, you know, I've never written a song, but I have, you know, whether it's short stories or scripts, um, not too many of them, simply because of the fact that they are, in fact, very, very hard to write. And so by, by him having created this beautiful song, he obviously had to pour so much into it. And so he's gone through this emotional journey um, in his mind with Karen and things like that. And it's interesting how there 
life paths always manage to converge at the right moments. You know, although she she didn't c- certainly write a song. Nevertheless, she um, you know, you can you know that she went on some sort of emotional journey too. And who's to say that she didn't um, think of all these things that uh, you know that that Hank thought about. You know, in her own sense, from her own perspective. Um, and she's the one who convinced them to stay in L.A. and things like that. And so, um, you know, now that he's back in L.A., she may be thinking upon those very moments because that is a very crucial point in their lives. You know, she said, let's ride the wave. This may be the American dream. Let's do it. And so, um, nevertheless... She wants to be with Hank, and so there, there she is at his doorstep. And uh, very, very, I don't have the right adjective, but I'm, for lack of a better term, fun way to end that episode. Everything. I mean that that that's really. It really is a compliment to the writers because I, I honestly can't find words for it, and because that's that's words can't exactly describe the the flood of emotion at that point when she when they embrace when she throws herself on him in the state of emotion that she is in. But um, that pretty much wraps up the episode. Um, I'll get into predictions and uh, think and things like that. But uh, before I do that. Let me take a quick commercial break. I'll get a drink of water, and then uh, then we'll do some predictions right after this. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives. And more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Welcome back, guys. How are you? So, um, during the break, I thought of a really cool thing. I love, uh, I don't know if they planned it out this way, but but what a great episode this was before uh, Valentine's Day. Again, I don't know how much of that was in their minds as, they, as the episode was written by Tom Capinos, the show's creator. So, I don't know how much that was in his mind. But nevertheless, very cool timing. So, I do want to say that. Speaking of Valentine's Day, guys, um, please, you know, we, 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 we as the network here at AfterBuzz TV show you guys a lot of love. I try to uh, show you guys a lot of love by doing this show every week, even when uh, 
my co-host can't make it. And and even though they can't make it, that's not to show. That's not to say that they're not showing you love either. They're trying to be here. Um, everyone here works within the industry, and you hear the you hear the cliche that you know um, it's it's so much hard work. It's eighty hours a week and things like that. You guys have uh, you know that doesn't even paint the picture of how much hard work it is. And so so it really is hard for people, uh, you know, because we're all volunteers here at AfterBuzz TV. So for people to come in, you know, it really, really is tough. But nevertheless, they will from now on be here. And so I just want to say, you know, we give you guys so much love. And so the, the one of the things you can do in return, especially in in the season of love, is... Please spread the word of AfterBuzz TV, uh, whether it's to listen to this Californication podcast or any of our other almost 100 shows that we do. This week alone, we're covering 40 shows. 40 shows. I know. Very, very crazy. So um, so please just tell a friend. It's the best way and, in fact, only way you can support us. That's all we ask. As you guys know, we're 100% free and we'll continue to do so and be free so tell a friend thank you guys and without further ado let's get into predictions and now you're after buzz tv predictions so next week we you know we get we get the teaser that hank and karen slept together and she's like oh my god we, we did this um I think uh, in terms of what, what's going to happen with Bates, uh, I think it's going to that part of it may come to head, come to a head. Um, it, it, what'll really be interesting is I think uh, we haven't really seen too much of Becca, and I think I think during this time, she as always is going to be the voice of reason for uh, <laughs> I laugh uh, for Hank and Karen. And then we see uh, Runkle. Runkle in true fashion will be back, and he's going through something. Uh, well, we know he has a naked lady in front of him. I, I, that may be the babysitter. I, I, I don't know how they fully teased it. Um, they show so many quick images. Again, they, they throw anything. Uh, in many ways, I think they put this teaser together to th- throw us so off track of what it could possibly be. Um, in many ways, taunting us. Well, he's taunting me. I don't know about you guys, but um, so deciphering wise, I don't know how much I can decipher. Uh, but I, I am very, very excited to be here with you guys. Next episode, breaking it down. Um, I, I wish I had the episode title so we could ponder it all together for the coming week. But again, as I found out with this episode, you know, I, I knew the title ahead of time, Love Song, but it certainly didn't help me in deciphering anything. Anyway, on behalf of uh, the whole network here and myself, I would like to thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys tuning in every week. I will be back next time, same place, same time, with more people. And uh, nevertheless... Let me know uh, what you guys are thinking. I, I, I'd be more than glad to uh, incorporate that if there's time. Uh, you know, we, we get some great comments, and, and I appreciate that. Um, so keep, keep them coming. See you guys next week.
From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.